It is Monday, July 8th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's the All-Star break. Scranton Wilkesbury off for three days beginning tonight, though the exception being Mike Ford, Ryan McBroom, Kyle Higashioka, and JP Fireisen. That quartet is off to El Paso, Texas to represent the Rail Riders and represent the International League in the AAA All-Star game where the IL takes on the PCL in a couple of days. Yesterday, Scranton Wilkesbury, they won a pair. It was a doubleheader beginning at 10.30 in the morning thanks to a Saturday night rainout, and Scranton Wilkesbury needed a couple of rallies, frankly, to come back. Game one began with one big swing. Two batters in, Tyro Estrada came to the plate. Including just 11 position players. Estrada drills one towards left field. This is gone. Off the walkway on top of the Rail Riders bullpen, adios and via Condios, Tyro Estrada gives the Rail Riders the lead before the final batter of a game. It's one to nothing, Scranton Wilkesbury. Two batters in, bottom one. So he gave the Rail Riders a one nothing lead, but then Rochester scored a pair. Two-run home run from Jalen Davis, who today was named International League Player of the Week. That came off of Raynell Espinal, and Rochester had a 2-1 lead. In the bottom of the second inning, Scranton Wilkes-Barre got a home run from one of their all-stars. Ryan McBroom hadn't homered in about two weeks, and he's participating in the home run derby. He, alongside rail rider Mike Ford, two of the eight home run derby participants in El Paso. McBroom got that home run stroke going with a solo home run to tie it in the bottom of the second. Rail Riders added a run later with a Wendell Riho RBI single, and the Rail Riders jumped back ahead 3-2. The third inning began with a leadoff error committed by third baseman Drew Maggi. That got Tyler Wade aboard with nobody out. And with Scranton Wilkesbury still hanging on to a one-run lead, they added to it. A one-out walk to Ryan McBroom, but then a pop-out made it runners at first and second with two away for the newly returned Zach Zayner. A one, Zayner tags it deep in the air to left field. Going back, Rooker looks up, and that ball's gone. Into the bullpen, a three-run homer for Zach Zayner. And the Rail Riders take a 6-2 to two lead. In just a handful of games back with the Rail Riders, Zayner has two doubles and two home runs. In his first month-plus with scranton Wilkesbury spanning 28 games, Zayner had three extra base hits. So coming back to AAA, it's been good things for the Rail Riders outfielder. It was a good thing for the Rail Riders as that swing made it 6-2, En route to a 6-3 victory, where Raynell Espinal went five innings, three runs, six hits, picked up the win. He's 5-7. and seven. David Sosby gets the save. Two innings, no runs. Five of the six outs he recorded were punch-outs. So that moves us into Game 2, and this one needed a little bit more of a comeback as Rochester grabbed a 4-0 lead through the first couple of innings. Solo home run Brent Rooker in the first and a three-run home run from Jimmy Kerrigan in the second inning. And the Real Riders, they still trailed 4-0 going into the bottom of the fourth. They got a couple of runs on an RBI double from Kyle Higashioka and then a sack fly by Ryan McBroom. So in the fourth inning, Scranton Wilkesbury have the deficit. They trailed 4-2. But then the fifth, the deciding inning in game two of a doubleheader, a seven-inning affair, it began with a single, a single, and a hit-by-pitch to the first three batters before a pop-out by Billy Burns. Trailing by a pair with the bases loaded and one out, we heard from him in game one. Game two, we once again hear from Tyro Estrada. 
1-0 pitch to Estrada, gives this one a ride to center field. Kerrigan back, sticks the glove up, and the ball squeaks away as he couldn't hang on down to the ground. Kratz scores from third, around third, Zayner. Right behind him, Rio, right to the plate, in time. Wendell Rio is out at home, but two runs score, and the Rail Riders have tied it up at four in the bottom of the fifth. That was the big swing to tie the game, and the Rail Riders... They kept capitalizing. They didn't miss out on the opportunity. Tyler Wade followed with a double himself to right center field. Kyle Higashioka followed with his second RBI double of the game. And a four spot in the bottom of the fifth inning gave the Rail Riders a 6-4 lead. Trey Ambergy added his 15th home run of the season, leading off the sixth inning. And 7-4 was the cushion for Joe Harvey in the seventh. His seventh save of the season was a 1-2-3 frame where he needed just six pitches to get the three outs. Scranton Wilkes-Barre hits the all-star break in style, winning their last three games and taking the series from the Rochester Red Wings. The Real Riders 15 games above 500, 52 and 37 this season, and they are five and a half games clear of the Buffalo Bisons for first place in the IL North division. Yesterday was Sunday, and so we had the reports from the entire system. We've got Charleston, Tampa, Trenton, and Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. Then we begin with Matt Dean down with the Charleston River Dogs. With this look at the Charleston River Dogs, I'm Matt Dean. The River Dogs have gone three and four in the past week, including taking two of three in a current series against the Greenville Drive, facing the Red Sox affiliate in a Fenway Park replica in the upstate of South Carolina has been a return to a familiar setting for River Dogs infielder Max Bird. I, I was on the phone with my dad last night, and I'm like, man, this park's beautiful. It, 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 and I said to a bunch of the guys, it just smells like Fenway Park with every, with every, everything. I mean, I've been to Fenway a bunch of times, obviously, going to school about, you know, a five-minute walk from Fenway. But, um, yeah, it's great. I mean, I grew up, obviously, loving the Red Sox. And my baseball career went, I became more of a baseball fan. But Red Sox will always have a special place in my heart. But, obviously, right now, I'm all in with this Yankees. And I couldn't be happier with, with the position I'm in in this organization. We're a first-class organization and um, I love everything about it and how we go about things here in the Yankees organization. Burt touched off for his seventh home run of the season with the River Dogs on Saturday night. He struggled to open the campaign, going just 12 for his first 69 to open the season between two levels before being reassigned to extended spring training where he got some feedback on his batting stance from a rehabbing big leaguer that clicked. When I went back extended spring, I actually got hit with Troy too low for like 40 minutes me and him in the cage and he kind of just told me about you know my my posture and you know I was kind of diving at balls and when he said that it kind of just clicked for me and I just have been really trying to uh, have really good posture and um, that's helped me see the ball really well and then when I'm seeing the ball well I can take good uh, hacks at some balls so after not hitting a home run in 56 games in his pro debut last year and never collecting more than four in a single season in college, the North Andover Massachusetts native has eight on the season between the River Dogs and the Tarpons. Burt and the River Dogs go for the series win on Sunday afternoon at three from Floor Field. With this look at the River Dogs, I'm Matt Dean. With the Tampa Tarpons, I'm Nick Flamia. On Wednesday night at Jackie Robinson Ballpark, right-hander Gio Orozco made his best start since being promoted from single-A Charleston. After yielding a pair of runs on three hits in the first inning, Orozco held at a ton of Tortugas scoreless on just two hits and a walk through the next six frames, tallying seven strikeouts in his first quality start since May 20th. The 21-year-old was quick to credit his battery mate and former high school teammate Donnie Sands. I made an adjustment after the um, after the first inning. I was getting ahead of guys. Um, 
going 0-1 instead of 1-0. Um, that made a big difference in just attacking the zone and stuff. And pretty much just um, following Donnie with the signs. And we were, um, our heads were together, you know, the whole time. Orozco and Sands both graduated from South Point Catholic High School in Tucson, Arizona in 2015. That year, the Yankees chose Sands in the eighth round, while Seattle picked Orozco in the 14th. New York later converted Sands from third baseman to catcher and acquired Orozco as part of a trade in 2016. Sands first caught Orozco while with the River Dogs in 2017. After the pair spent 2018 apart, they were reunited this year when Orozco was promoted to Tampa on June 2nd. It's awesome. It's awesome because, you know, we've been uh, playing together for a while and it's just good to have uh, somebody that, you know, knows you and know, knows what you're thinking, especially um, him behind the dish. So that helps out a lot. Already armed with a low to mid-90s fastball, a sharp breaking curve, and a solid changeup, Orozco revealed a new addition to his arsenal. What I'm working on right now is basically the command of all the pitches and um, holding the ball and my cutter. I started throwing a cutter, so that's a big, um, that's a big like thing that I got to work on. It's going well, um, and then also staying healthy. After being rained out on Saturday, the Tarpons will wrap up a four-game series against the Clearwater Threshers with a doubleheader today at noon. With the Tarpons, I'm Nick Flamia. With the Trenton Thunder. I'm John Moses. A tough week for the Thunder is coming to an end on Sunday. Trenton has dropped seven in a row, the longest losing streak for them since 2012 as the Thunder head toward the Eastern League All-Star break, which will commence down in Richmond, Virginia, home of the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Five Thunder players are headed to the Eastern League All-Star Classic. Infielder Chris Gittens, Hoy Park, outfielder Ben Ruda, right-hander Daniel Alvarez, and left-hander Trevor Lane. Gittens hit his 14th home run of the season last night in a 7-6 defeat to the Hartford Yard Goats. The team leader in home runs ranks second in the league with 51 runs batted in this season. Ruda, who has been solid in the middle of the Thunder order the entire season, is batting 285 and is tied for third in the Eastern League with 18 stolen bases. Hoy Park at the top of the order is hitting 291 and ranks second in the league with five triples, tied with Ben Ruda. Daniel Alvarez has been as solid as they come in the ninth inning this year, a 2.92 ERA in 29 appearances, and the sixth highest total with 10 saves on the season. And left-hander Trevor Lane has been one of the most trusted members of manager Patrick Osborne's bullpen, a 1.54 earned run average in 27 appearances. Thunder look to break their losing streak on Sunday afternoon against the Hartford Yard Goats, wrapping up the four-game series at 1 o'clock. And it'll begin the unofficial second half of the season on Thursday night in Reading with a four-game series against the Fight and Phils. With the Trenton Thunder, I'm John Moses. With this look at the scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders, I'm Adam Marco. One week ago, Kyle Higashioka was with the New York Yankees for the London series. The Yankees took four players from scranton Wilkesbury. Kyle Higashioka was the only player taken from the Rail Riders that didn't see action. Higgy, however, was still a part of all of the festivities. Uh, it was awesome. I mean, you know, from the from the minute we arrived, it was you, you could tell it was a it was a huge deal. Major League Baseball and the Yankees did a good job putting everything together, and you know the facilities were great. the The city's great. You know, we had a great time. More or less, I was a part of the team. I did everything as I would normally if I was on the active roster. I just knew that I wasn't going to play, but I was still in the dugout. Went to the bullpen, caught some bullpens during the game, so. Uh, it, was, it was good. The AAA All-Star catcher had his wife, Elise, with him on the trip and, of course, used some of the downtime to do the touristy thing. My wife and I, we uh, took a river cruise, sightseeing river cruise, and then 
Also went on the London Eye, which is the big Ferris wheel. So we got to see kind of the overhead views of the city. Checked out Buckingham Palace, so that was cool. Over the weekend, of course, they had the opportunity to do those things. But they also had the chance to do things that very few people get to do. Meet the royal family. It was awesome getting to meet the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. It was, it was awesome. So um, just a really cool experience. Who knows if that will ever happen again in my lifetime. But, you know, it was, it was really cool. AAA All-Star break starts tomorrow. Mike Ford, Ryan McBroom, J.P. Fireisen, and Kyle Higashioka representing the Rail Riders in El Paso this coming week. With Scranton Wilkesbury, I'm Adam Marco. Big thanks to those guys for getting their reports in yesterday, and thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today. I'm Adam Giardino. I'd say, listen tonight. We normally do. We've got nothing to talk about. There is no baseball for Scranton Wilkesbury until Thursday night in Syracuse, and so the rally. We're going to take a couple of days off, recharge, and get you set for the final 51 games of the regular season. And with a five-and-a-half game lead in the IL North Division, we sure hope that includes some playoff baseball and music this year. I'm Adam Giardino. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you again Thursday night, first pitch, 7.05 in Syracuse. Enjoy your all-star break. I know I will.